Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to Help, I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. We aim to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, what would you do if you wet yourself in your one night stand's bed? That'd be awkward. Or... What do you do if you accidentally run over your neighbour's cat? Sue, I've ran over your cat, love. Sorry, what would you actually do? And, of course, what should you do if you've sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony aunts, are we, William Hansen? No, we're not. This is Jordan North. Hiya. Jordan is from the North. Cal surprise. <laughs> I am from the North. And that is William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert who goes all around the world teaching etiquette. And you might see him on telly sometimes. He's, he's a media whore. I'm very big in the Asia-Pacific region. I believe so. Mm. And he's probably the poshest bloke you'll ever meet in your life. And another fact, we're actually really good friends, aren't we? Yes, we are friends. Uh... <laughs> Not really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't trust my words. Just friends. <laughs> or lack of adjectives. <laughs> we are we are friends, and uh, you've come for dinners. You've come for one of my bon vivant buffets with Michaelmas Munchiettes and Christine Gulchichetti. I didn't come to that. You did. Well, what was it called? A bon vivant buffet with Michaelmas Munchiettes and Christine Gulchichetti. You mean your canapes? Yes. Yeah, well, your bon vivant what? Bon vivant buffet. It means good living buffet. You had a bit of cake and sausage rolls on table. I did not have sausage rolls. I'll Get over yourself. You, know. you had asparagus, though. That's another story. Anyway, this podcast is is all about helping you and, and, and looking after you and giving you advice. So if you want help with something, then you can tweet us at sexedmyboss. You can send your tales and trepidations to help. I sexed my boss. You managed to say it. I said it right. I said it right. Trepidation. Or you can write to William Hansen, who promises... This is a definite promise from William Hansen. If you write to him, he will reply in his own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. You've not given out your personal address, have you? No. I was going to say. Have you? The amount of people you upset, I won't give out your personal... No, I'm not I giving out mine. I upset them at all. Just write box room at mum and dad's house. I should press my parents. No, that's where I live, don't I? Oh, I see, yes. Yeah. Uh, and this episode is all about the etiquette of Twitter. 
I've made some very good friends on Twitter. I've have had you? quite positive experiences. I have a love-hate relationship with Twitter. In I love mind. it. I don't really go on Facebook anymore. I love Twitter. And then at times as well, I don't. Like, mainly because I work on the radio. Do you hate it because you're not verified yet? Shut up. That is, I'm definitely getting verified in the next couple of weeks. I promise you. You're going to develop a tick? I am going to get a tick mm. if it kills me. Three months I've been trying to get that tick verified. Three months. I got verified on the M6 southbound. Did you? I did. How did you find out? Literally, I was driving... Well, I, was, I wasn't driving, actually, and uh, I was on my phone, and suddenly it popped up saying I was verified. Oh, right, and then you just get a bloody tick straight yeah. away. And then we pulled into Hilton Park and had a celebratory Costa coffee. Really? Mm. When was this? Uh, oh, years oh, ago. Oh, you're so verified, aren't you? And the reason why I kind of... I don't hate Twitter. There's, there's, a, there's a number of things, but... Um, when you work on the radio, you can tend to get a bit of stick and people will tweet you to you tell want to you. try writing for the Mail Online? <laughs> Touché. Shall I actually read you some of the abuse I got on Twitter once? Yeah, do it. I do actually have an album of screenshots oh, fantastic. on my fantastic, do it. I think I do. Someone once said to me, if you can get a job on the radio, then there's hope for us all. One really upset me because I struggle with this and I'm dead paranoid about it on air. Mm. Someone said, how can someone who can't even pronounce his threes and frees get a job at the BBC? Mm. I can now, threes but you've, and threes. you've had work on your diction, though, haven't I you? I had, yeah. Mm. They have worked on me diction, that's right. <laughs> yeah, was it you that texted in that threes and threes? It wasn't, Your Honour. Was it? But it was you, weren't it? Anyway, go on, read us some of your So someone tweeted, I was on BBC Breakfast, yeah. and uh, this was a few <laughs> years ago, and someone said, Breaking news, camp twat in a tie and cardigan combo thinks thank you letters are better than email. This is a game changer. <laughs> um, oh, I can't read that one. Um, go on. I can't read that one either. You go on, they can cut it if Well, this can't. isn't abuse. This was just someone letting their imagination run wild with them. Okay. Someone called At Shifty Raccoon uh, said something about At William Hansen makes me want to tie him to my bed and make a mess on his chest. Wow. To which my <laughs> response was... <laughs> would you like to read my response? Your response was, <laughs> I'm free Tuesday. <laughs> Wow, did someone actually... That, that's, yes. that's That's weird. Someone called Cabello said, etiquette expert, repressed megalomaniac sociopath. <laughs> um, tell William to stop talking out of his bum hole and give his mouth a chance. <laughs> I quite like that, that's witty. This is probably actually my favourite one ever. And I apologise for the language. I could have been an etiquette coach if only I was born a total fucking bellend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the sort of relationship I have with Twitter. On that note, I think we should have a drink. Yes, let's have a gin and a bonnet. Huh? We had one of these in the last podcast, didn't we? We have one of these every podcast, Jordan. A gin and du bonnet, and I, you've actually won me over. So it's gin, and it's a liqueur called du bonnet. Well, it's it's a fortified wine. It's not a liqueur. Oh, is it not? Oh, something as me told. It's spelled du bonnet, and apparently the Queen Mother, the late Queen Mother, God bless her soul. Did I say breast or soul then? You I think might I have did, done. Didn't I? God bless. You inadvertently touched the Queen Mother's breast. Uh, God bless her soul. Mm. Uh, this used to be her favourite tipple. Yes. Last time I had this. Oh, pour yourself first. That's fine oh, in sorry. a podcast about manners. Sorry. Yeah, that is true. I was. Thanks very much. I'm aware of oh, my manners. Good Lord. Um, did you put some gin in? Yes. All oh, right. Did you? There we go. Well, I see the budget hasn't gone up. Still, we've still got mugs. Oh, yeah, we've still not got glasses. Cheers. Yes. Don't clink. Don't clink. Don't clink. Don't clink. We don't clink. So there you go. You've already learned something on help I sex with my boss. Next time you're toasting, mm-hmm. don't don't cheers. Don't clink glasses. Not in this country. Who should we toast to today? 
Well, why don't she's she's getting married and it's sort of uh, made the headlines recently. Why don't we toast Princess Eugenie of York? Princess Eugenie of York. Princess Eugenie. I was born in York. Were you? Mm, yeah, there used to be an army barracks there. Gosh. Yeah. Lovely town. Mm. I went to that, um, that posh tea house there. What's it called? Betty's. Betty's. That's the one, yeah. Mm. 20 quid for a brew and a couple of butties. Right, rip off. Might have to cut that out, actually. It could see us. It was lovely other than that, though. Um, <laughs> let me have another sip of me de bonnet. I love that word now, de bonnet. De bonnet. I know. Bonnet. Basically bi, lingual. <laughs> Them toilets out there are bisexual. Lavatories. Lavatories. No, they're unisex. That's the one, unisex. I went in before and got a girl in having a poo. Did you see recently what happened with Biggins? Christopher Biggins. Christopher Biggins. Pantomime aficionado. Dame Biggins retweeted a picture of a cock. Oh, and you tweeted him? <laughs> no, it was just all over Twitter. What would you do in that situation? What's the protocol there? Well, I'd untweeted, so that would be my first step. He did that. <laughs> and, well, with Chris, I mean, with Christopher Biggins, you can get away with anything, really. Um, I would probably not say anything about it and hope no one would notice. Would you not mention it? Is I would maintain a dignified silence. Okay, dignified silence. Or could you do the, sorry, I was hacked? Oh, no, I think we can all see past that. It's <laughs> asking for a friend, isn't it? Do you think... Biggins is looking at penises on Twitter and accidentally retweeted I it. think anything I might say could be held against me in a court of law. Okay. So I'm not going to reply to that. All right, OK. What shouldn't you tweet? Oh, praise or abuse. Right. I, mean, I, I, I mean, for a start, if I retweeted every piece of abuse I got, Twitter would crash. But if I similarly retweeted praise... Yeah. I don't like that. OK. Because it's going, look at me, I've, I've got praise. And if you do abuse, it's, look at me, I'm getting abuse. And I think a lot of people think there is status in getting abuse. Oh, gosh, he is important enough to get abuse. It encourages it if you... I mean, if you want abuse, fair Well, I normally just favourite them or yeah. like them or whatever you do okay, now. OK, yeah, little love heart. Mm. Um, if somebody messages you or tweets you asking you to follow them, should you follow them back or is it rude not to? It depends who they are. Well, I... I mean, you, you need to stop doing it. What? I'm not going to follow you. No, I told you this. I mean, like, people that are like, hey, can you follow me? I'm... No. No? I would always reply to them and say, I very much enjoyed your timeline. Yeah. Or something like that. Okay, right. But you wouldn't exactly no. follow... I've cause... got people that I see fairly regularly that are sort of colleagues and borderline friends that don't follow me on Twitter. It doesn't ruin my life. Shall we get some uh, questions from you guys that have sent us in emails and tweets and yes, letters? Yes, thank you for your questions. I will just remind you again, if you want to tweet us on any subject, you've got a question for William on anything etiquette, modern day or something from the past, I don't know, tweet us at sextedmyboss or you can email us help at sextedmyboss.com. Sexted is S-E-X-T-E-D. That's quite patronising, isn't it? A little bit, but I, I think it's very helpful for uh, those listeners in another country who don't speak English as their native There language. you go. There you go. First question for us today on Twitter, on Sexted My Boss, is... Twitter etiquette. Twitterquette, if you like. I like... Do you know what? You're not just a pretty face, are you? Twitterquette. It's a chapter in my book that came out four and a half years ago. All right, OK. My story has got a happy ending, but I know that some people might frown at how I got there. It starts with me browsing Twitter a few years ago. I've been doing the same thing for all these years, scrolling through, liking here, RTing there, retweeting. Okay. But on this day, I got more than that. One tweet that popped onto my feed was a girl, 
a girl that from the looks of her picture I quite fancied. Okay. I saw that she had a few mutual followers to me, a couple of people that I knew personally. I went for it, the follow. Minutes that felt like hours go by. I get a follow back. Is there a better feeling in the world? Anyway, now that I have the follow, I'm feeling a bit cocky for some reason. Do I do it? Do I slide into the DMs? Well, yes, I do. We get chatting and chatting and more. And to cut a long story short, we're getting married in June. 21st century levels of bizarre, I know. I guess my question to you guys is, when is it okay to slide into the DMs of someone you don't know? Wow. Congratulations on getting married, first of all. Yes, congratulations. Second thing, sliding into DMs sounds a bit bit seedy. Mm. Do you not think? I'm sliding in there. I always thought DM was Daily Mail. No, it's direct message. I slide into the DM on a regular basis. Oh, here we go. Plug in your column again. Is it okay to message someone you don't know? To be a bit it depends, flirty? It depends. If it's flirty, it's a bit creepy. I think tone is so hard to judge on on written communication, whether it's a text, a WhatsApp, or a, or a Twitter direct message. So, etiquette expert, Lee Hansen, you don't agree with that? I would slide into their DMs, as it were, to perhaps move the conversation elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the phone. Or in person, on a date, if you if you want to date them. Could you ask someone out on a date on, on Twitter? Oh, I, I think so. I mean, it's not it's not brilliant, is it? It's not meeting them at a nice dinner dance, but it's it's all right. Oh, who meets at bloody dinner dances? Well, my parents. Yeah, in the hmm? 70s, 80s? Uh, 80s. Was it the 80s? Was the 80s. Do you want to know? They, um, it, yeah. was, it was at a pat- pat- certain political party uh, dinner dance, and my father went over to... <laughs> but it's not the Labour Party, is it? Come on, let's play. My father went over to my mother and said, would you like a dance? Oh. Uh, and she said, no, thank you, I can't dance. And he said, don't be ridiculous, everybody can dance. Forced her onto the dance floor and then they had a turn and then took her back to her seat and said, you're quite right, you can't dance. Right. I've been married 31 years. Oh. Burnley bus station. My mum and dad met through Debbie Dodd and they're still friends with her now. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> chalk and cheese. Yeah, my dad used to go out with Debbie. Mm. Oh. Like, went, oh. No, that sounds very Burnley. They're still were, friends, they were, they? were only 14. Um, yeah. Met at Burnley bus station. There you go. I don't know it, but I hear lovely things. Oh, it's rough. The bus station. Yeah, mm. It's not a, not a nice... Not yeah, your mum and dad's place sounds better. But you, you don't think you should message someone on DM? Well, message DM. them, but then again, to message them with the intention of removing it from right. DMs okay. and moving it into sort of the real world. Because let's be honest, Twitter is a bit like a lot of things that you see on, on, on social media. It's one-sided. It's, it's a, it's a sanitised version of someone's life. I'm with you. This debone goes right to my head, you know. It really does. I'm fine with it. I, I'm a bit pissed again. Hmm. I, I was a bit tipsy when we did the last podcast. It's got a bloody kick to it. Next question. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, here's our next question. By the way, um, you'll have to excuse my voice. It's very hoarse, nay. Um, I've, I've just been, I've overdone it. I'm a professional broadcaster, you what did, see. Tell, tell them what you had to, to eat yesterday. What did you log in your calorie count yesterday? Uh, four pints of Guinness and a pack of Monster Munch. Wee. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and you I, wonder why your throat is a bit sore. I, I'm not going to lie. I am professional and I've prepped and I take my job very serious, but I, I was out on the piss all weekend. You I'm need not to rest lie. your uvula. I'm not going to. I beg your pardon? Rest your uvula. Isn't that near your G-spot? No, your uvula is the back of your throat. Oh, right. Okay. Fair one. <laughs> um, um, this one is a tweet. So we've had a tweet about Twitter etiquette. <laughs> Quick one for the lads. Looking through Twitter, someone's RT'd a post by my best mate's ex, which is rather hilarious. Should I feel guilty about liking it? No. If it's funny, no. I think if you like it internally, that's fine. No. If you physically like it on Twitter and put that love heart, I think your allegiance should be to your friend, even if you... you got oh, well. hang on, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you now, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah... You're having a change of heart. Yeah, do you know what? Any social media, if it's going to get in trouble with friends and exes, don't don't like it, actually. I, I come straight out the wagon there and said, yeah, 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 like it. It's only a bit of bad. No, don't I like it. I believe there is a vernacular phrase, bros before hoes. <laughs> oh, my God. As I have known, how, how, how many years have I known you? Seven, eight years. Mm. And I have never known you to say bros before hoes. Bust me. What? Bust. Yeah, like that. We're yeah. fisting. Yeah, we're fisting. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, God. Why are we even mates? Seriously. Right, go on, next question. Uh, yes, next question. Oh, My voice is getting worse. Do you, do you think I sound a bit sexy, a bit husky? Like, hey... What you doing tonight? Like Barry White with my husky Rod Stewart voice. Or do you think it just sounds like... Taking up personal protection. Or do you just think it sounds awful? Um, hmm. What? Ah, now, here we go. We have... Oh, God, (laughs) I just read it. Oh, what's the hell? Just read down on this piece of paper. It's an actual tweet. Okay. So it's a screenshot of a tweet that a radio station in the northeast of the country had tweeted. And, wow. So this is not a reply. This is a public on a professional radio station. Yeah. A radio station you probably would have heard of. It's only a brand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tweet... Well, I'm going to let you read it because I don't, I'm not going to bring myself to say that. <laughs> they have tweeted that publicly, clearly thinking it was a text. <laughs> oh, someone's got... <laughs> 
No, you, you read, read it. it. No, you read it, please. This this was tweeted from a well-known radio station. <laughs> William Hansen. I'm fucked, mate. No more drinks for me. <laughs> You're right. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm fucked, mate. No more drinks for me. He's very clearly this person, or she... Has, has very clearly... I believe, I'm going to take a guess that that is a man. Do you think they've... How is that? Do you think they've meant to DM someone or do you think it's a text that's gone out on Twitter? No, I think they've meant to DM someone. <laughs> and they've, they've obviously done it where they have two accounts, maybe multiple accounts on their phone. Right. And they've done it from the wrong account. Um, and how, how would you save yourself if you tweeted... I mean, you work for a radio station, Jordan. Right, yeah, you work for a radio station that quite a few people have heard of. You're the etiquette expert. I mean, this is a radio station that's got quite um, an older audience as well, quite a high-end audience. Yes, I don't think that's what you call on-brand. Right, if I tweeted this, I'm fucked, mate, no more drinks for me, on my radio station's account, I would delete it straight away, and then I would apologise on Twitter, and then I would contact my boss. Would you apologise on the public account or on your personal account no, and then the retweet one, it on, on the public one? Sorry about that, guys. Oops, something like that. Bit oops. I, don't, I think oops makes it uh, sound frivolous. Do you think? Mm. What would you I think do? It, it needs more than an oops. Okay, so say... I am very sorry for my irresponsible actions. Right. So you would, would you agree you would tweet an apology? Yes. Right, okay. And then what would you do? And then I would, yes, I, would, I wouldn't I would email your boss. I would, oh, I would email your boss and set up a meeting or I would phone your boss. Someone, <laughs> that's brilliant, someone... And that went out to nearly 11,000 followers. Yeah, someone's got sacked there. So our next question yeah. on Twitter etiquette. This isn't me. I repeat, this definitely isn't me. It's definitely them. Go on. A mate of mine is boasting about DMing this super hot girl on Twitter. Oh, here we go again. Day and night they'd be talking. I know this as he is constantly telling me about her day and night. He showed me her profile, and this might sound weird, but I'm fairly certain she is a Russian bot slash troll. Always tweeting about politics and stuff, but then in the DMs, proper saucy stuff. Bizarre. So how do I tell him my fears, or let him keep living this strange Eastern European fantasy? Bit worried. Wow. Wow. Yeah, these are great, these. Remember, you are more than welcome to tweet into us at any time, at sexedmyboss on Twitter, or help at sexedmyboss dot com on email because these are great this is what we need for the podcast where do i start with this william hansen what, what what's your thoughts on it um look uh, if it's making him happy and it's not harming anyone let him eat cake but when it, if it got to the point where she or this bot was saying let's meet up you know come to russia or i will come to london don't stay send with any you. money don't send money don't and that is when i think you need to perhaps yeah say something, have they had a Skype call with each other or a WhatsApp call, that sort of thing. Is Has there been any sort of more... Uh, f- has it, there been any more flowing communication than sort of rather sort of stilted direct messages? Sound advice. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. be careful, but you might not be a, a Russian bot or hey, a troll. Look, if it, you know, I, it's not something I would do, but if, on many levels, but if if it makes him happy... And it's not harming anyone. Yeah. If they just it's just messaging, mm-hmm. rather silly messages, fine. If it gets beyond that, then I think you step in. Don't send money over. Take him out for a coffee, neutral territory, coffee shop type thing, mm-hmm. and express your concerns. I would say, on top of that, carry on chatting. Mm. Be be there for your mate. Help him. 
But why don't they FaceTime each other? Yes. Because then he knows she's real. Exactly. Yeah, and not some Russian gangster trying to get money out of him or something. Exactly. Yeah. Have we got any more? Any more We've for anymore? we final one. Should we have another gin and the bonnet? Uh, yeah, just a very small one for me, oh, please. Oh, go on then. I'll... And it's de bonnet, remember? Yeah, I know, but I like saying de bonnet because it winds you up. Hang on. It bloody really gets me on my way, this. I don't know what this is. I'm just going to read it. I love this. We're just sitting here talking etiquette with you, getting pissed. Mm. It's good, isn't it? It's nice. Cheers. Your good health. Much has been said about losing grammar and sense via text, but how far can we go on Twitter? had a full-blown argument with a colleague the other day about whether or not it was acceptable to put a full stop at the end of a tweet. How much do we need to adhere to grammar on Twitter? Mm. Well, I think very much so. It's a form of uh, written communication, and especially if your Twitter is public. I think as a potential employer, I would be looking at your Twitter, if I were certainly considering you for quite a serious job. To see what you're, you know, what you are like, sort of behind the the smoke screen that is work, because we all behave well, not all of us, but some people behave differently at work than they do in their social lives. Yeah, I mean, right for me, people tend to speak a lot better on Twitter and text because people used to say like "see you tomorrow" and stuff like that, you know, like the grammar and the text talk, but they only did that because you don't remember text messages used to be ten p a page. So you used to shorten it down on purpose, didn't you? Mm. you? You look like I've lost you. You know when you first started texting on your Nokia 3610 or what have you? You used to like shorten what age, it. What age did you get a mobile phone? Um, I was about... I lost it. My mum went mad. I was about, uh, I was about 11, 12. 11? Yeah. Lordy. Year 7, year 8. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I lost it. I used to play Snake Up 2 on it all the time. And, uh, but now, people tend, do you not think, to write better on... Social media. And I think we yes, because it's been around for for a longer time. I think people are better at it, and also the written word on on a screen, whether it's email, text, WhatsApp, Twitter, is is basically how a lot of people communicate. Yeah, I think people's grammar is better, but it's still pretty poor. Is it? Mm. I'm a man who likes a comma. I'm yes. not going to lie to you. Do you like a colon? A, yeah, I don't mind a colon. Yeah. Semicolon. I don't mind a semi. No. I knew you were going to say that. You are so predictable. Says you. Says you. Says I am you. not predictable. I don't know. I don't mind it. I don't Last mind. Last night I used a paper napkin. Really? Get that from What the fuck? Did you really? Mm-hmm. Where? At home. You used a paper napkin at home? Mainly because I'm moving house and all the proper napkins are packed in a box of their own. This is a big deal for you. Generally, I handed over a box to the removal company that was labelled linens, <laughs> decanters, and frappe mint julep cups. What the friggin' hell's a frappe mint tulip cup? Well, it's a type of cocktail, uh, and the frappe mint julep cup are sort of sort of made from copper. Do you wee sitting down? I'm uh, sorry. Do you pee sitting down? Oh, don't please. That's my least favourite word. Pee. Mm. Is it? Do you not like that? No. So, do you urinate sitting down? <laughs> do you? I will paraphrase what I said to a, I, journal- I... a journalist only a few days ago. Go on. I don't do bodily functions. Right, okay, fair enough. I've got a mate, by the way, mm. who wee's sitting down. Right. He's a brickie, but he admits that he wee's sitting down. And what's wrong with that? Because his mum's... a free country. His mum's, like, super strict, and, like, she's... They've got a well-nice house. She's really tidy, as in their house, not her. I mean, she's nice-looking, doesn't matter. And then he, he, he's not allowed to... He always wee's, 
and bathroom floor, so he's just been brought up to have sit-down wheeze and he still does it now. It's fair enough. I feel like I've learnt loads. <laughs> well, it's it's been... It's been, which is, which is the most important thing. <laughs> it's been. How would you summarise today's Help I Sexted My Boss podcast? Uh, think before you tweet. Think before you tweet. Think. Think. Did I say it wrong? You did. Well, you've had work on your diction. No, I've had a bloody drink. That's my problem. Think mm. before you tweet. Think before you tweet. Think if in doubt, tweet. don't. I think that's. I think that's really good advice. If you want help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss, or you can get in touch via email help at sextedmyboss.com. And if you liked our verbiage that you have just heard, then tell your friends and give us a rating. Verbiage. Verbiage. It's rubbish. Is it? Mm. Right, that's what we've learned today. See you again next time. Goodbye. Next time on Help, I Sexted My Boss. You are so disgusting. I know I can get a bit carried away. No, no, I, I've stepped out of the role play now. You are so disgusting. <laughs> Was it the nipple clamps? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com